Welcome to the Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii, brought to you by Altris. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Today's program is really more of a public service uh, announcement. Um, we are talking this morning with Robert Hugh Jocelyn. Uh, those of you who listen regularly to our podcast will remember that Robert joined us just, it seems like a few weeks ago, um, a month or so ago, to chat with us about the role of a public adjuster. Robert is Hawaii's only certified professional public adjuster as designated by the Insurance Institute of America. And he's the principal public adjuster at Hawaii Public Adjusters Corp, where he also serves as its president. The reason that we want to do this podcast today is to get out what we think is vital information to people on Maui who are really in need of good, solid, informative answers to their questions regarding insurance. First of all, Robert, welcome. It's nice to have you back under such sad circumstances. Not quite so nice. Thank you for coming. Well, you're welcome. I I, I want to say it was, uh, it was probably a week before uh, mm -hmm. the uh, the fire yeah. uh, that we spoke. It was it was very soon, and and as everyone I think is experiencing, I don't know. Time just seems to have speeded up, and there's just so much has been happening. The reason that we wanted to chat to you though is because, I mean, it, this is a very difficult subject for everybody to talk about. There's just so much emotion involved. People are just quite devastated while trying to carry on and move through some very, very serious issues. Um, why we wanted you to come in is because we have heard that there are a lot of people literally arriving by plane coming into town to take advantage of people. And we want to give everybody who's listening the correct information of where they can go when they need help with insurance. So, I know you have a lot of stories. I know that you've heard a lot as well uh, from actual clients about people who are, are really not there to help. They're actually there to make money for themselves. And obviously, we want to be able to stop that from happening. So let's start at the beginning. If people are hearing you for the first time, tell us, first of all, what, what is the difference between a public adjuster versus others? Well, uh Adjusting work is licensed separately by each state. Uh, Hawaii has its own unique set of uh, rules that we follow. Uh, and so if you're a public adjuster within this state, you, you need to know the HRS 431 statutes that control the work that we do. We are Hawaii's oldest and largest public adjusting firm in Hawaii. And it makes that really clear because we have people that are mimicking us I just got a call maybe 30 minutes ago, same thing. Somebody's mimicking us, and they're trying to act like they are a part of our firm. And it's a matter of, uh, of having to clarify that because it's confusing to people that uh, if, you, if you start using the verbiage of Hawaii public adjusters, that's us. We're the corp. And here's the, so here's the first major problem I think that we really need to get out there is just using certain words. There's a lot of buzzwords right now. People are just inventing charities. They're sending out emails with the words Hawaii in, Hawaii community, Hawaii adjusters. I mean, you really have to be careful to who you're responding to. So 
You are Hawaii public adjusters. You are the only licensed public adjusters in Hawaii. And that's who people should be calling. Any other variation of the name with Hawaii in it or Hawaiian or, you know, helpful or anything, people really need to check, right? Before they do yes. anything. And the easiest way to check is go straight to the internet. I mean, assuming everyone has access to these things now, but, you know, t to your phone and just double check. Where are they from? Where are they licensed? That's going to be a very important thing, right? Where are people licensed? Where do they actually live? Absolutely. Very important. And you also have uh, the state of Hawaii insurance that uh, licenses these people, licenses us. And real quick, you can find out who's licensed here and who's been here. Somebody can come in and wear a hat and, you know, an Aloha shirt and say, I've been here for 30 years. And, and it's just not true. They're on to the next flood in Florida. The hurricane that hit Texas, that's all they do. They just go around storm chasing. And we don't. We we live, we work here. We Everything is Hawaii to us. Been here almost 40 years. Have I, uh, you seen this happen before? I mean, with other tragedies, with, you know, we've had some major losses in Hawaii over the past 50 years. Is it something that you're seeing more now than ever before, or does it always happen? Uh, the last one that was similar to this was the lava flows, where I was asked by the Deputy Attorney General for Hawaii to go explain coverages and stuff like that to some of the people at who was, was that person at that time. I'm, it's not this current person. And so I went over to the Big Island and explained why lava was covered versus the insurance company telling why lava is not covered. We prevailed on that, and that, that's when I saw the mimics show up from the East Coast uh, and some from the central areas and act like they were us. But uh, back then, it, it was lava was a very horizontal, slow flowing, and so you would watch the donuts or the, um, the we nicknamed them donuts and Alamo simply because lava would surround one that the donut, but the house was there in the middle. Well, it was still a total loss to us because you said, that's it. You've lost the use of your house. And the other would have been the Alamos, which was eventually going to get overrun anyway. So we watched people come in and start using the language we were using and then pretending to be a Hawaii public adjuster. And how quickly can the bogus firms get involved to the point where they're going to be making money? Or how quickly... Do you realize, well, what are some of the signs? I mean, what, tell us what we shouldn't do for a start. Let's start there. What, sh what should you do and what you, should you not do when you are starting to make a claim? Well, first thing you do is you put it in writing to your agent, the, the person that produced the, the policy for you. You put that in writing to them in an email. I've had a loss roughly this date, and I believe it's a total. However, I believe it's some stuff could be salvaged. So put you know, a paragraph mm -hmm. of that in and make sure it's in writing. And of course, it's an email, so it'll be dated. That's the very first thing you're required to do is notify them of a loss. The second thing is they will then go to assign either an independent appraiser, I'm sorry, independent adjuster or a field adjuster, which actually works for that insurance company. They're allowed to do one or two either way. Public adjusters like us, are strictly working for a plaintiff's attorney or strictly working for the policyholder themselves. 
and you can tell it's all the same marks, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, well, there's two Willies on on Maui. Name them. Uh, what's your phone number? Three six eight. That doesn't look like eight oh eight. There's so many different ways that you know local people are very smart, mm-hmm. and I think uh, the the signs will be there. Okay, so cha- so first line of of action is to get in touch with your own insurance company and then take everything from there. Uh, there are many things different on Lahaina, of course, because for a lot of people, when they're making an insurance claim, the first thing they do is say, uh, this is what I still have. This is what I've lost. This is um, what I think will be fixable. For a lot of people like now, the loss is utter and complete and devastating. Um, insurance companies are aware of that. But where can a public adjuster step in in this kind of situation and assist people because this is a far more serious kind of claim where I would imagine it's uncharted territory for some people. Yeah, yeah. So I, I see a lot of some are underinsured and some are not insured at all. There's still other avenues they can use to, to make themselves whole, uh, such as the SBA, things like that. Of course, you're borrowing money, but you're, you're at least going to have something. At the end, versus just a, a blank lot. I'll tell you, a public adjuster, a good public adjuster, will get in there and fight for you. You, know, I, I've had some people say this to me. They said they're going to pay me my my full face value of my policy. I'm saying, yeah. So they're going to underpay you, and they're going, well, what are you talking about? I said, they're allowed to depreciate down the face policy until you build. So you, in other words, you're going to wait for some of that. Later on, is that yeah? I, we're going to pay you, but you got to build a house back. But if you took out an insurance policy thirty years ago on your house, no one could have anticipated, for example, the cost of construction, what it would be today. And from my knowledge of people who come into Hawaii and who are inquiring about real estate, they have no idea of what the cost of construction is because it's escalated so much in the past two years. So even something like that, just that one thing you can advise because you know, because you're in Hawaii, you're not coming into Hawaii wondering, well, I wonder what the cost of construction is. I wonder what the rebuild is. Well, true. I mean, I was talking to an Alabama adjuster and he's he's putting down 48 cents for drywall. I said that you won't even get that off the shelf at Home Depot, let alone get it installed and mudded. And you just have no idea. I see that they bring a lot of what are called cat adjusters, catastrophe adjusters in, and they'll do an estimate, a low ball, which is, becomes plausible deniability, and then they all go back to the mainland. I mean, there's a couple of good ones, but uh, mainly they come in, do the fast numbers, and leave town, and you, and, and you can't argue with them. You got an insurance company that's got a plausible deniability issue saying, well, that's what the adjuster said, and then you're sitting there, well, who's going to argue this for me? I mean, you, you can do it yourself, or you can bring in a public adjuster. We have the legislative authority to represent your financial positions as a policyholder. We have that's in writing. That's mm-hmm. the that we you don't have that in other states. And also, you know how to maximize policies. I mean, you understand people's policies way better than most people understand their own. You use the language of the policyholders when you're talking to them. I mean, I would imagine that that in itself at a time like this for a lot of people is going to be of such importance to them that that you're talking on their behalf about perhaps areas that they didn't even know they could 
ask for coverage or demand coverage? Yeah, so uh, that's a that's a good, very good point. But let me let me explain a little more detail so that the the listeners can understand what I'm talking about. If you get a face policy, let's say you have a a three hundred thousand dollar policy on your dwelling, that's the face value. However, there's debris removal, there is lawns, shrubs, and trees, there is ordinance and law, there's all these other spelt out coverages that don't have a number with them, they have a percentage and are buried in your, your language. So if that 300000 could be 400000 because of these other coverages. And we don't depreciate at public adjusters here, or Hawaii public adjusters, we don't depreciate human beings. For instance, if if I got a, a roofer here that's in the union, he's roofing, they will tend to depreciate the man, the woman that's putting it on. We only depreciate the shingles. And that's a huge difference. So uh, just there's more to it than saying you're going to get face value. There's uh, anywhere from 25 to 30% more plus these additional areas where we say, no, we're not going to allow that to be depreciated. So if someone says to you right away, oh, yeah, we're going to give you face value, we can do it like really quickly, that's probably a red flag right off the that bat. Right there, exactly, because everybody goes, I, I, I'm going to get everything. No, mm-hmm. he said he's giving you face value. She said, I'm giving you face value. That's not the same as paying for you for all your coverages. That's a big difference. Can talk about some of the things that can go really badly wrong if somebody is going to hire one of these fake companies or just inexperienced companies or even people who are just not local because it really does take, you know, someone with experience in Hawaii who is of Hawaii to know how Hawaii works. What are some of the, I mean, I know you have lots of horror stories of things, but what are some of the things that people will understand easily listening that can go wrong so that they can get a really good picture of why they should just use you? Well, number one, I hold 19 Hawaii state contractor trade licenses. I hold 19 license categories, roofing, uh, masonry, uh, air conditioning, civil site. I have, I have. All those licenses, I know what it costs to do work over here. I know it. I've had it ever since the 80s. I mean, I actually came over here uh, broke because I was I had an insurance company not pay out on an insurance claim. I was 25 years old. had no idea. There was no public adjusters. There was, it was like a two-lawyer town, and they did, they did auto accidents. So I was pretty destitute. I got a message uh, mailed to me three days after the fire. That was postmarked the day before the fire from a fellow that was two blocks away. Yeah, they weren't going to pay me. So I ended up over on a couch with my brother in Lahaina and started my life all over again back in the 80s and ended up knowing a lot of great people in Lahaina. And I'll, and I'll tell you, if, if you got somebody from the mainland and they're from the south, like Alabama, trying to tell you it's 48 cents for drywall, do you really think you're going to come out ahead? Uh, no, but people are in such a distressed state right now. I mean, there are some people who have not even begun to process what's happened to them. There are people who are in shock. There are people who just cannot accept the magnitude of what's happened. But everybody is having to carry on. So, how 
I mean, I think what our concern is, knowing that there are so many people literally just flying in, whether they're making up bogus charities or adjusting firms or real estate companies or attorneys, we're all getting calls from people. I think the concern is how, what are the simplest steps for people to take to protect themselves? Because if you're in that kind of state and someone's telling you, I'm going to give you 300,000, that's the entire face value of your policy, you're not going to know or you're not going to have the wherewithal to think, hold on a second. That might not be right. And I think that's the fear, isn't it? Is how do we protect people from this happening and then having even more tragic stories down the line where people have lost twice, right? Right. And so we say to you, get our packet. In that packet are probably 100 references here. And look at the 808 numbers on those references. Look at the attorneys that are on that. Look at the condominium associations or the apartments and just look, just randomly check a, a couple of these people. They will talk to you. And I don't, I don't let you know. I do not filter that. I, I don't even know how they get on there, what order the staff puts it in, but I know we don't question people. We just say, if we did a bad job, tell them if we did a great job, please tell them. So it's a matter of knowing that, don't take my word for it. We we want to represent you in the loss. We're pretty thick skinned. So if if you got the issue, uh, just hand it over to us. We'll we work out a fair deal with you and move forward. And how does it work? how how does uh, How does a public adjuster get paid? There's a choice on the contract. You can either hire us hourly, or you can hire us for a small contingency. Uh, so we don't we don't take any money up front. Um, we don't take any money from your additional living expenses. Any of those kind of things that you have to, you know, if you have to go find a four thousand dollar home and somebody says, "Well, I, I'm going to take eight or ten percent," you're going to end up short every month. We don't do that. We mm-hmm. no no. That's so it's clear and upfront what your charges are for people when they would start to use you. So let's give them. Um, let's give them. The, the information, how they can contact you, and then hopefully people who are listening are going to be able to refer friends who really need this at the moment. And if we can, if we can stop even a handful of people being taken in by any of these phony companies, I, I feel that we will have done something of some service. So how do we get in touch with you? Where should people call? Go to your website. Well, our, our website is Hawaii Public Adjuster, singular, Hawaii Public Adjuster.com. Phone number is 808 856 3041. And we, we essentially will get back with you, even if it's after hours and we get the message through our phones. We, we know what it's like. We know what it's like. And what I think we want people to know is that if you do, or if you are thinking, well, why would I use a public adjuster? I already have my insurance company. They're going to take care of it. Is, is generally historically public adjusters have been shown to maximize your policies. Um, because they know the type of coverage in, in detail. And they also know how to talk to the carriers to set an expectation, right? So that, that when you're talking about actual loss and actual damage, you're, you're setting the, the boundaries for them and saying, this is what we know we're entitled to. And to have someone doing that 
is you need someone like that in your corner. You know, before before we go, Robert, I would love you to just give us, I mean, uh, there are so many examples right now of of people who are, are on Maui, who are doing this. I mean, we're not just sort of saying, beware, they may be coming. I mean, people are actually here, actually trying to con people on Maui, whether it's, you know, as we said before, bogus um, charities trying to get money on the internet, people making t-shirts just, you know, out of New York and trying to sell them like a Maui thing. What kind of examples have you seen? Oh, I, I've seen, uh, well, some of the stuff that you named, but I've also, I could tell you a quick little story. I had a gentleman that walked up and, uh, gave his business card to two Hawaiians that were standing in his front yard. And he goes, oh, we're here to help Hawaii public adjusters. And he goes, what? He goes, oh, I'm, I'm here to help Hawaii public adjusters. You know, Robert Joslin. He goes, you mean cowboy? The guy looked at him, the guy with the card, the PA from the mainland, looked at him and goes, who's cowboy? The guy lost his smile and he said, you don't know cowboy. You don't know Hawaii public adjusters. That was my nickname when I mm -hmm. came in from Texas. Mm -hmm. I had the boots and the belts and the whole thing. They... They nickname me Cowboy. So I go to Lahaina. I'm not Robert Jaza. I'm Cowboy. That's mm -hmm. how they know me. So it was that guy grabbed his business card and ran from those two Hawaiians. And it's like, I get these little stories like that. It's like, that's just crazy that you would be that low. You know, that kind yeah, of Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. I mean, I think we're trying to do it like nicely and we're trying to let people know, you know, that, that Hawaii public adjusters are here to help without really you know, going into the, the horrible details of, of people who are out there, but they are, they're here. They, we've all had phone calls. I mean, even in our real estate office, we're getting phone calls daily from people who want to set up a attorney office, you know, close to Lahaina. Sad, and sad, it, sad. Yes. It's, it's just really, it's beyond most people's comprehension. But as we say, if we can give you the information um, about Robert and his company, then you know that you're going to be dealing with somebody who not only is experienced, has 40 years of experience of being here and working with adjusters, but somebody who actually understands himself what it happen what happens when you go through some kind of tragedy as is happening as we're all witnessing right now. So Robert can be reached at hawaiipublicadjuster.com. You can also email him, but his email address is so long. I don't know if I'll read it out. <laughs> I will. It's rh, as in roberthugh.jocelyn at hawaiipublicadjuster.com. Um, the number to reach them is 808-856-3041. And if you are listening and you do have friends and family um, in Lahaina, then please pass along this information because this is a podcast it will be available and you can listen to it again and you can send it on to people the chamber of commerce publishes um, and sends out the podcasts every few weeks so this one will be on record and you will be able to share it with your friends and family if you so desire robert thank you so much for coming in and talking to us that was really informative and helpful and we hope a lot of people will take advantage of what you do Right. Thank you for having me. And we are willing, ready, and able to help anybody that needs the help out there. Just, just if you want to call and talk, we're fine with all that. No problem. 
You've been listening to The Voice of Business, the official podcast of the Chamber of Commerce Hawaii. I'm your host, Joe McGarry. Join us next time for more stories of Hawaii's business. <laughs>